Podcasting from Hartford, you're listening to the Connecticut Scoreboard Podcast, your place for all things Connecticut sports. And here is your host, Jared Cutler. This episode is brought to you by the Boneyard Huskies Club. The Boneyard Huskies Club empowers athletes while providing UConn fans with access to exclusive community, utility, and rewards. The Boneyard Huskies Club is excited to announce that the next collection of student-athlete collectibles, which grant club membership privileges, will feature UConn men's basketball players and just dropped on January 27th, 2023. For more information and to be a part of the club, go to BoneyardHuskiesClub.com. That's Huskies with a Y-Z at the end. BoneyardHuskiesClub.com. All right, we've got Alex Caravan joining us uh, on a winning streak now. So Alex, <laughs> welcome, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you once again. Thank you. So, uh, as you know, I, I tend to solicit some questions from this uh, from social media. See what the fans are. I'm a man of the people. I, I get what they <laughs> want to ask. And if there's one thing that came up consistently in my mentions today, I'm curious if if you could guess what it is. But uh, um, I'm gonna assume it's the beard. It's uh, it's the beard. So we got to start with the beard. Like you, you guys just beat the beat up on uh, Marquette when here we are going to be talking about your beard. So um, <laughs> everyone is asking about it. What's the magic to the beard? Um, how's it feeling? What, what's your family think of the beard? Uh, give us all beard thoughts here. We'll get it out of the way early. Yeah. Um, you know, I kind of started growing it out since during the bad stretch and like I kind of use I I used it with media as like an analogy. It's like when people like go through a breakup or something, like you know they'll dye their hair or like cut their hair off something something to change how they look. So my way of it was during the stretch was you know what I'm gonna grow a beard. So I've been growing the beard. Coach has been loving it. <laughs> Pretty much everyone's been loving it. Some people <laughs> tell me to shave, but I mean people are loving it. We're winning now with it, so um, we'll keep it. <laughs> Who on the team needs to grow a beard next? Who on the team? Ooh. Um, we're gonna say Joey because right. he, he's he's he, we've talked about it a little, and he said uh, he's never really grown it out yet. So we'll say Joey. And you, you know what? I, I I know we talked on spaces that time how he's been pretty cold. So uh, maybe keep the face a little <laughs> warm. Uh, get that get that beard going. Exactly. So, so since we last talked, it was when you guys had a little bit of time off before uh, time off from games before the the DePaul Georgetown Marquette stretch that you've been on. So, how's it been getting back in game rhythm and being able to pull off wins in all three of those games? Oh, I love to. I love playing the games. I just love being a part of them and just not always watching them. So, um, it's definitely been a great time. Um, DePaul and Georgetown were big momentum games for us. I mean, two big games for us on the road that um of course we won and just really started to get us going i felt like from those games the big plays we had was momentum going into the marquette game where we really started to look like our old selves during that game what do you think has been the biggest difference in what you guys have done to get from where you were during that january stretch where you were struggling a little bit to getting back to the team that you were earlier in the season our defense. I think that was the number one way. Our defense really showed off last night, and um, it led up to transition buckets and easy buckets, which really separated us in the early um, portions of the season to why we got those big wins against the Alabamas, the Iowa States, all of them. So um, I definitely say our defense got us going. 
when you look at you know getting back on track with those games how big was it to get two of those wins on the road where i, I know the team's had its ups and downs on the road and, and regardless of, of who you're playing how did it feel to just go out and and get two on the road yeah um it's a confidence booster for us i mean we weren't winning on the road at all really during that stretch so um getting those two wins on the road boost our confidence to where it's like, all right, we could do, we could bring our show on the road now. So um, if we could do that, then, um, and just play like that every game, then it'll be um, setting us up even more for um, Big East tournament, March Madness, when it really matters. I know Jordan's got a pretty good DC contingency that showed up for him, but just from watching on TV, it sounded like there were a lot of UConn fans. Were you able to feel that on the court? Oh, yeah. No, I'd definitely say... It was like half UConn, half Georgetown. So we had a whole, um, like we, a uh, whole family, like student, not family, like family ticket section was pretty yeah. much UConn. And then um, people who bought tickets that were UConn fans were also kind of mixed in with that section. So kind of like oh, a little section of UConn, which, which was nice to see. I know just based on their record, people expect, you know, you guys to go out there and just blow Georgetown out but just from watching Georgetown a lot of weight they seem like a team that's just a really tough out like to yeah. throw, away, throw away the record like they're going to just keep giving it to you all game what's it like going up against them knowing that they're a team that, that's going to hang in there and kind of fight throughout that game yeah I mean they're yeah I mean you could look at their record and just take it lightly expecting to win but um if you look deeper into, I mean, they're a very talented team. They have Brandon Murray, Primo Spears, two very talented guards in the Big East. And um, when you look at their schedule against other Big East teams, they were really in close yeah. games. It hasn't been really a blowout game against Georgetown this year. So, um, I mean, we saw Creighton beat them by 10, and then Villanova squeaked by them recently, too. So um, every team's really just competing with them. And, um, just slowly getting a lead to beat them at the end. But um, they're a super talented team, so we we couldn't really go in with that mindset of like, oh, we're just going to beat them because they're losing. Yeah, I think that goes a lot to show the strength of the Big East this year because, <laughs> again, if you look at the record, you think they're not very good, but you see what they've done in league play, and, and they've given everyone you know really a run for their money. Mm -hmm. When you look at that, that uh, Georgetown game, I mean, you came up clutch with some big threes there. <laughs> Take us through what's going through your head during that, uh, during those moments there. You, are, are those the shots you want to be taking? You want to be the guy with the ball at the end there? Yeah, I wouldn't mind it. <laughs> I'm not going to say no. I wouldn't <laughs> mind it. I'll take it. But, um, yeah, in my head, I'm just really looking. Like, if I'm open, I'm going to shoot it. And um, I've been really trying to develop that mindset throughout the whole season to have confidence in my shot and um, to really just let it fly. And um, I remember after the scene Hall game, I could have hit that dagger and um, I missed because I hesitated a little and just kind of questioned if I should shoot it or not. And then um, I kind of used that as a learning experience to where Georgetown came around. It's like, well, I'm open, I'm shooting it. I put, yeah. in, too, I put in too much work for, <laughs> for it to make or miss. So um, just have trust in myself. And I know my teammates have trust in me too. It seemed like you really liked that spot on the floor because you hit one a little before, then one that like did everything but drop there, and, and then the one that really sealed it there. Um, that that's just a good spot for you there. Yeah, I like that. I like that spot. <laughs> I, I think another impressive part of that game, and I know you mentioned that the defense has been one of the things that's really gotten this team back to where it was earlier in the year. 
And that was Andre locking up Primo Spears. I mean, I think he had one shot attempt that whole game. Mm-hmm. Like, what's it like seeing him locked in out there defensively? Because it seems like, I mean, you, you don't want him on you. <laughs> no, yeah. You, trust me, you definitely don't want him guarding you. But, um, I mean, it just feeds off to the rest of the team. I mean, you see how hard he's working. And if he's working hard for 20 seconds on the shot clock, and then you let your man score with the last 10 seconds. It's like, damn, kind of like he wasted all his energy for nothing. So, um, I mean, he's a great defender. He's proven why he's nominated for that defensive player of the year award. And um, we really just feed off his energy every time on the court. When you go and look back at the game uh, last night against Marquette, what was the mindset coming into that game? Knowing that, you know, you had already played them once, uh, you know, we're up in that game. They came back to win it. So how, how are you guys feeling heading into that one? Revenge. Kind of get a sense <laughs> of payback back for them. I mean, we lost to them. And even watching that film again, we felt like we didn't play our best basketball. We felt like we were soft. We felt like uh, we just didn't play a UConn-style basketball and that we didn't play the way we wanted to play and still really should have won that game and uh, just kind of had a heartbreaker loss there too. So. um I think it was just revenge and then um, kind of just to make up for some of the bad losses we have. I mean, they're ranked 10th in the country, so we want to get some of that back by just going out there and beating them. Looking from your perspective, I know you've had some tough outs in terms of guys you've had to defend. And and it seems like you, you've just become a lot more confident out there defensively, getting to see some of these guys again, just as the season go, has gone along. What's it been like for you as you've been growing defensively and just getting more comfortable out there going up against some of these guys? Yeah, um, it was definitely a learning experience for me because I remember that was the worst stretch I've probably ever been through, having to go from Fremantle to Prosper to Hopkins and to Kaluma, all back-to-back. So that was was very difficult for me, and um, I was getting mad at myself because I wasn't defending them how I wanted to defend, but... um, the coaches kept telling me it's a learning process that you're just going to learn from and you're going to become so much better at it. And um, it's really starting to show. I felt like I did a great job yesterday defending. And um, I really think it was credit to how I really failed those previous times I would defend them. So um, it's definitely adjustment because, I mean, I'm younger than them and I still got to learn everything. They have the experience on me, but... I think just learning from my mistakes really proved off today or not today, yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I know uh, I know everyone came in expecting you to, to be a good shooter, but of late, it seems like you've gotten a lot more confidence taking the ball to the basket. Saw another dunk out of you yesterday. Uh, what, what's it been like? And how have you been trying to grow your game and be more than just a shooter out there? Yeah, I mean, every day I'm working on something different to add to my game. So I'm... I'm really starting to get like a whole sheet on knowing what my weaknesses are. And that's like what I'm super excited about going into the off season, knowing exactly what to work on. So I'm starting to work on it a little bit every day now to where in the off season, I'll be really focused and dialed in on that. But I think the experience of how many minutes I've been playing as such in my first year really is um, proven off to be, it's like I'm learning so much and just gaining more and more confidence going into every game. And um, the game's really starting to slow down for me at a higher, uh, the game's really starting to slow down for me so much more to where the more I play, the more I see, the better teams I play, I know what they'll do. And um, 
just reacted better to everything and just having more trust in my skills. I know we still have a lot of season left this year, but I, I've got to ask, based on, on what you were saying, just to, to get the fans even more excited, <laughs> what are you working on the most from your game as you try to take it to the next level? Yeah, um, I'd say my ball handling, just uh, finishing, just being able to create sometimes more of a shot or um, posting up smaller dudes, working in the mid-range. And then um, definitely in the offseason, I'm going to work my body. Very nice. Um in terms of that game uh, again against Marquette, I've got to ask: Did you guys know what uh, Tristan was flirting with the double uh, triple double there last night? Is that something you guys are aware of? Yeah, I, me, I was very aware of it because he kept telling me that he wants to get the rebound. So we were arguing over who would get the shooter, and I said, "All right, you know what? You decide. You want your triple double? Go ahead." So we argued, and then of course I wanted him to get it. So. I was boxing out Stevie Mitchell, and I was boxing out for so long because I was expecting him to get the rebound since he wanted it, and then it turned into a jump ball, but thankfully, he still got that rebound. Otherwise, <laughs> it would have been a bad film session for that moment, but um, <laughs> he, he knew very clearly. Then when the cheers hurt, when the cheers came, we were like, all right, he got it. <laughs> How hard is it in a game when you get up big early to maintain that same mentality throughout the whole game because i know you guys have shown like you're able to put runs on teams and, and come biggies play it's really hard to blow anyone out so you know there's always going to be a run coming from them but how do you keep that mentality of kind of keeping that like pedal to the metal there and because last night you guys really didn't let marquette back into the game yeah um it's definitely difficult at times because you could really just let up easily and um I'd say just staying the staying the aggressive team. I mean, if we play to our strengths and just um, trusting in what we do, just being super aggressive with everything, then um, there really shouldn't be a reason why a team should come back. But if we start playing soft and just not like ourselves, and that's really when teams could start gaining their runs against us. How big has it been it, getting guys like Naheem had a had a great game yesterday <laughs> yeah. and getting guys off the bench. Uh, you know, looking more comfortable and starting to contribute a little bit more. How big is that for you guys in the success of this team going forward? Oh, that's huge for us. It's just additional weapons for our team, for teams to be more worried about. And um, we saw in the beginning of the year when our bench, uh, when we got Naheem having the games like he did yesterday, Joey, Donovan, all of them, we, it was just so much harder to guard us. At a, we were kind of at like another level. So, um yeah, I mean, they're going to be big contributors for us. We really need them. And um, if they can keep playing like that, I think we can make a very deep run. When you look at the team, and I, I think part of it goes with uh, uh, Naheem and what he was able to do yesterday from three, what you've been able to do, what, what Jordan's been able to do of late. Has there been any tweaks made to the offense that has opened things up a little bit more for you guys to get some more open looks from three? Because it seems like they've come a little bit more these past few games. Yeah, uh, I'd say just playing more free, kind of like more motion, just kind of reading and reacting off each other. And then um, some plays, which I will not be saying. In right, case. no, no, no. We, we, <laughs> so, we, um, we don't want to give any of that out. Yeah, so some of that, but um, kind of just playing off each other. And just, I mean, we played a lot of games with each other, so we know what each of us likes to do. So I think that's helped a lot too. How tough is that Marquette pressure when they, when they really put it on? Because they definitely tried to throw some on in the second half to try to get back into the game a bit. You guys handled it pretty well. Um, but how tough is it to uh, to deal with that? 
No, it's definitely tough. I'd say the first minute, minute and a half really got to us. And then uh, we were easily, not easily, but eased our way back into it. But, um, I mean, they're a super aggressive team. I mean, that's what they do well. They force turnovers at such a high level to get buckets. And um, that's just a credit to their defense and their guards. So um, it was definitely tough to break that pressure. But um, we got the hang of it. We were starting to beat it once we got used to it. And, um yeah, I mean, it's tough, but we're gonna, I know we're going to face it some more with, like, a Seton Hall team coming soon, Providence, who likes St. John's, who likes yeah. pressure. I'm going to take a quick break from the interview to tell you about my friends at Martin Rosol's Meats. This fourth-generation Connecticut family business produces kielbasa, hot dogs, sausages, and deli meats using Martin Rosol's very own original recipes. Their products can be found in grocery stores, delis, restaurants, and hot dog stands throughout the state. And if you're looking for your fill right away, check out their retail store in New Britain. For more information, visit martinrosalsinc.com and go support a UConn fan-owned business. And now, back to the interview. All right, I got some, some fun ones that have come in to, from social media, and then we'll uh, wrap up and, and get ready for Creighton here a little bit. But uh, on the dunk front, someone wants to know if you could throw down a windmill. You got yes. that in you? Yes, I've been able to do that since sophomore year of high school. I am more athletic. <laughs> All right, all right. Well, we, we got to see it in a game at some point. Um, we'll we'll, well see about that. But... <laughs> oh, open practice next year. We'll uh, we'll get that in. Okay. Okay. Uh, in terms of uh, school stuff, because we really only know about you from from the court. Uh, take us through what what's what's the semester been like from from a school perspective. What's your major Ooh. and uh, classes that you've been uh, enjoying so far? Yeah, so my family, they're big on academics. So um, I'm doing this thing at UConn. It's called the Individualized Major. Okay. So it's kind of like I combine majors to make my own. So I'm majoring in computer science, statistics, and sports management. So <laughs> it's, it's definitely a lot of work, um, but it's cool. I mean, I've been able to balance it all out. So just another yeah. Another lifestyle I live. <laughs> what's what, what's your favorite class you've taken as part of that group there? I like the comp science classes. Pure science is pretty cool, just to kind of learn the code and stuff. But yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> um, this one came through. Uh, any like music or particular song the team is into, like pre or post game, uh, that gets everyone going? Um. Hmm. Just want to rock a little Lucy. That's been popular. Most of our teammates like the um, little baby. Half the team loves it when it plays. Half the <laughs> team doesn't. It's always playing around somewhere. But um, I'll just I'll just kind of say those two, right. and then mostly people use their headphones. Who, the who's who's got the worst taste in music on the team? People are gonna say me because I like. Fun. But then other... sorry, you cut out there. You like what? I like country. Okay, all right. <laughs> who's your Who's your favorite country guy? Uh, I like Luke Holmes and Morgan Wallen. All right. So people might say me. Me, I'm gonna say Naheem, just because he he recommends like Michael Jackson in the weight room, and it's like <laughs> we don't need that. And uh, some of the stuff he says for music, we just don't need to hear. <laughs> all right, I like it. Um, so looking ahead now, um, you guys got the game uh, on Saturday going to Creighton and. Going to Omaha, I, I've heard that it's a it's a really tough place to play. Are you looking forward to this uh, matchup and getting to see what it's all about in uh, in Omaha? 
Oh, definitely. I mean, I still believe that they're the top 10 team that they were in the beginning of the year. They just had, they just went through a bad stretch and now they're one of the hottest teams in the country right now, winning six in a row, currently playing right now. And, um, yeah, I mean, they're a super tough team, but then their atmosphere is crazy. I mean, I remember being there last year. I was like, oh my. So (laughs) it's definitely. It might be up there with Providence as how, at how hostile of an environment it is. I already seen like a week prior to the game, it's already sold out. So um, we got to be ready for it. I mean, they're super talented and just easily a big East contender for sure. What's it like going into these rematches and, and game planning for a rematch here? You've already played these guys. You know they're going to make some adjustments. You guys are obviously going to make some adjustments. So what's the what's it like as you prep for this game? Yeah, um, just like you said, the adjustments are going to be key for us. And um, just kind of sticking to the script on like what we did before that beat them and just trying to like gain confidence from that. Even though we are going to be on the road, we should have confidence to where it's like we beat them already, we can do it again. So um, just staying true to ourselves. And um, of course, those adjustments are going to be big time because we know Creighton's a very well-coached team. The way the the Big East schedule works, after this game, you get a, another week off of games. Um, Do we actually? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, do do you? I know, I know. Just from talking, you like playing the games. You throw in as many games, yeah. and, and and that's what you want. But do you feel like, in some ways, it's nice to get a little bit of a breather at this point, as you know, it's going to be a, a crazy end of February, March for you guys. Yeah, I'm the type of, I mean, yeah, like, that's the smart way of looking at it, because I know we're going to need that rest going into late February, March, but um, I really thought we were going to play Scene Hall on Tuesday right after that, that's why I was like, oh yeah. wow, but um, no, I mean, we'll definitely need the rest, I mean, it's already been a very long season, and um, bodies could be fatigued at the moment, but um. It's going to be very needed looking back at it when the season ends and like very useful. But, um, you know, I just love playing. So I I don't think I'll need it. (laughs) When you look at a college basketball season, it seems like every team this year is going through the ups and downs that you guys have gone through. I mean, you look at Kansas and they went on a bit of a tough stretch. Creighton's Mm -hmm. gone through that. I mean, it seems like pretty much every team, with maybe the exception of Purdue, has gone through one of those stretches there. So yeah. what's what's it like from the mentality and just like remembering that it's a long season and not getting too tied up in a tough stretch there? Yeah, I think that's the hardest part is we're losing. And like, I know we had it kind of like all bunched up and like other teams may have like a couple losses there and like spurred out all of them now. So I think for us, speaking for us, it was definitely tough just because we really lost. Like, I don't even remember. I don't even want to think about it. And, uh, <laughs> but we just got to stay strong mentally. And really, just it is really like a long season to where it's like we got to focus on the next game. We can't worry about the past too much. We can't, we can't fix what happened. We can't worry about our mistakes. So we just got to keep moving forward with it all and um, really just learn from it all. And, um, we can learn from what we did wrong, then that's just the best thing to prepare us for March. I I know as a fan, we're always looking at the bracketology and Big East tournament (laughs) seating. Is that something you guys ever look into or or cross your mind to be like, oh, where does ESPN have us and stuff like that? No, I'll never look at that. I think I hate those stuff. As a fan, I loved it. 
but now in it i hate i hate looking at it so much because i'll look at a picture like my friend will send it to me he's like look you guys are supposed to be whatever seed and i'm like damn they got us at that and we're playing that it's like i can't focus on that i can't i can't look too far ahead i gotta focus on what's right now but um yeah it's as a fan i loved it so i could see why but um now it's like no i get that <laughs> I uh, I, w- I want to wrap with this one. I I saw some uh, some nice caravan caravan merch out there. You got you got the NFT out there right now. So plug your stuff yes. that's out. Plug your stuff that's out there. Bunch of stuff. Go support. Um, I'm definitely super excited about the caravan caravan uh, merch. I know it's been very hot, trendy name for me recently, or really started during the season. So I'm glad to get it out there for Yukon Nation and. Um, yeah, just go support everything. Yeah, everyone's going to be rocking the uh, the gear at it. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> support everyone on the team, not just me, everyone. Yeah, everyone's got to rock the NIL gear at MSG this year. Now that it's out there, no reason not to be rocking that at the Big East tournament. Exactly, no excuses. <laughs> well, Alex, as always, uh, really appreciate it. Thanks so much for coming on. Good luck against Creighton. Enjoy uh, as much as you can a little bit during that time to uh, – to refresh a little bit and uh we'll talk as we get down towards the final stretch of the season Oof! thank you so much no problem thanks for listening to the connecticut scoreboard podcast with jared cutler if you like the show and want to know more check out the podcast on twitter at ct scoreboard pod the host at jared cutler and find us on facebook at the connecticut scoreboard podcast finally if you enjoy what you're listening to rate and review us on itunes thanks again for listening